back when you could be a, a high school coach and just verbally abuse and threat physically threaten your students. Oh yeah, that is the era we are in. Ah! You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. Hello, Spooky Squad. That was very... That was very polite. Hello, Spooky Squad. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Sonique. What's your name? I'm Andrew. It's very nice to meet you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I have really good manners, I've been told. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Why do you feel like you don't believe me? I actually do. I believe you. No, you went to you went to U Chicago. Yeah, I feel like and you wanted to go into like foreign relations. I feel like you have to have good manners. Yes, I was I was always told that I was a very diplomatic youngster, you know. Yeah, I was on the, I was on the playground. <laughs> Like, all right, everybody, calm down. I know you want these swings, but the fifth graders have kind of claimed dibs. So okay, like, I spoke the to the fifth graders, and we've reached a compromise. <laughs> for tr- we're going to trade them um, a week's worth of lollipops for access to <laughs> the swings. Like, I'm just like, do we like full on like trade relations between grades? <laughs> a week's worth of lollipops, she says. <laughs> oh my god! No tariff. Dude, how are you, Sonic? I'm doing okay. That's really it. Um, yeah, nice. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Um, had a little bit of a rough week. Had a lot going on the past week. That was not pleasant, but I'm I'm doing better. That's and that's all we can ask for. Yeah, Natasha Leone knows that I live and breathe. Yeah, what the what the fuck, Sonique? You're doing so well on the Twitter. I'm like fucking doing well on Twitter, which is weird to say because it feels like not an important thing. But yeah, she retweeted me and I freaked the fuck out because I love Natasha Leone. I love, love, love her. I just know she'd like me. Like I know we would get along. That's not creepy at all. No, like I, I, I just know we'd be best. Friends. No, I just know, like she just needs to meet me. Like she would love me immediately. Like she will kiss me. Like she will want to marry me. I just know. It. <laughs> no, it's not creepy. You're not listening to me. We would like wear each other's skin and like run around in each other's skin suits. We'd it'd be magical. Like we would have so much fun together forever. <laughs> Yeah, that was cool. I just have to get my like work my way past like Fred Armisen, but I think I could take him. <clears throat> yeah, probably. Yeah, I kick his ass. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, similar. Uh, started diversity Zoom training at the workplace, oh, so that's God. A, yeah. That's I. I've come to the conclusion that um. My coworkers are trying to solve the problem of diversity as a white person. <laughs> so, like, see, yeah, I know, which sounds to to the listener does not sound like a revelation, but to me, I'm like, oh, that's why when I use language like 
we are inherently in a racist system that doesn't want like classical music isn't they're like no it's not and i'm like <laughs> i'm like you know how it's like yeah. you know how classist it is like mozart was owned by people like he 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 was subservient to the people that hired him to write the music yes you know it's like he wasn't he wasn't just like fucking getting all this money and writing in his free time like well, yeah they i feel like people like the music world when it comes to artists and, and musicians any type of artists people who were um who had like patrons and stuff i think they see it like a patreon like oh like he was like a, an independent person but they just gave him money because they like, like no like it, you you were kind of shackled to that person in a it, really weird yeah. way <laughs> mozart's fucking patreon <laughs> mozart's patreon <laughs> uh but yeah other than that i mean seriously that was a huge i was just like in this meeting today like Oh, that's the disconnect between me and these seven other people. <laughs> so I'm like, it's like, like I've been called, uh, like I've been called like nigger with a hard R and they have not. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, ah. It's truly like two very different worlds. It's bizarre. It's It's weird. I mean, being black in America every day is, it's a strange, it's a very surreal experience. I'd say, because it is like watching people, we both are living realities. Like, I wouldn't say that um, white people are living a lie because that is their truth, right? Like, you you exist in a world that isn't racist, that isn't these things. So it isn't even just a matter of belief. It's like, genuinely, that's how you see the world because how you've experienced it. And then I'm living a very different world. And then we interconnect and it just it's i don't i don't even know it's just bizarre I, I, because i've been in the same yeah. space where i worked in a very white environment and just having just working with people who i think for the most part had good intentions but jesus christ were so ignorant and just unaware of their whiteness and what that means in the context of the work they did especially in a humanitarian space like not understanding how your power and privilege fits into that and like we are humanitarians like you really need to recognize that <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry that is I, I agree it's fucked up <laughs> it's as fucked up as this mic <laughs> no it's okay are you okay no yeah I'm yeah I'm good my mic and I are good we both <laughs> Yeah, it's just because it's just like a trip, right? Because even something like mundane, where I'm like, "Why, why are you explaining this thing to?" It's like I'm trying to tell you why it's a problem, and you're just still trying to explain why it's not. And it's infuriating, especially when it's mundane. You're like, "This isn't even a big deal." <laughs> just yeah. accept that I have a different point of view, and let's fucking move on. Yeah, but I've been cheered up because, like you said. You've been just fucking killing the Twitter. Where can I see Thank you. these tweets that are so fucking funny? Thank you. You can find me at say underscore anything. That's S-E-Y underscore anything. Andrew, you are also very funny on Twitter. I think that you are highly <laughs> underrated. Oh, thank so you. I actually find your, your tweets quite funny as well. Where can the people find you? And where can we, we build... 
we built this king up <laughs> this this like history <laughs> build this <Yeah>. king up <laughs> you can you can build me up uh gas me up at andrew underscore on underscore drums yo i made this really funny tweet in the form of a monologue joke about aunt jemima and i really need it to, to do well. i thought it was very funny oh, i think it's so funny like i turned to alana when i was just like practicing writing bits yesterday and i was like hey and i said it to her and she burst out laughing she's like that's obscene well but it's it's so true though because i saw another tweet i don't know who did this one it wasn't the joke but it's like, no, it clearly is something that black people are noticing that the new name still feels like slave-like. Because someone was like, something about this still feels antebellum. I don't know. Like, this name just feels <laughs> off. <laughs> like, yeah. Was it's... it Pearl Milling Company? Like, Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I still, you, you took her off the box, but I still know the workers behind that company. <laughs> right. Like, I just, I still feel weird. I, don't, I can't put my finger on it. It's like. It's like a microaggression, just like, I don't know what it is about what you just said, but this, it feels off, and I don't like it. Well, you know what else feels off? The faculty. Nice. Yes, y'all, we watched The Faculty, um, another underrated film that I think is now starting to kind of get a cult following. It's one of my favorite, like, more science fiction-y type horror movies, if not my favorite, because I'm not a, I'm not a big um, sci-fi gal, but I think this is one that I'm like, no, this is great. I've never heard of it, and we'll we'll get into it. But I was just like, you know, because this was like '98. It was '98, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. and so it's like all of these people that we saw in the early 2000s and like throughout the 2000s, but we're like, those are names now that we are aware of. Yes, and you're just like. <laughs> like Elijah Wood. Well, that's what's so who funny. Who looks as old as he does now. <laughs> in 98. Not changed. Like, he has not changed. Um, well, that's what makes this movie so interesting, because I think a lot of people have not heard of it, but it's it's stacked. Like, Elijah Wood's in it, Josh Hartnett, Jordana Brewster. John Stewart. Claire Duvall. John Stewart. Salma Hayek is in this movie. Right? <laughs> she popped up, and I was like, what? Fucking what Piper Laurie, Carrie's mom, is in this yeah. movie. Like, there are so many people in this movie, but somehow no one seems to know that it was made. And it's infuriating, so I love it. And Usher. And Usher. <laughs> Usher, man. Like, and this is before he was... But was he Usher in the He was 90s? Usher at this point, because Usher's career started, I want to say, maybe like 96. Usher has been around for a long... 93, actually. I checked his Wikipedia okay. years active since 93. So he's been around for a long time. But this is definitely um, – 98 would have been – Pre-burn, for it's sure. It's pre-burn. It's – this is like – yeah, this is the My Way era of Usher. You make me want to – the one I'm with. Start a new yeah, yeah, yeah. So that movie had – that song had already come out. So this is definitely Usher who is like starting to really hit his stride – in like the late 90s. <laughs> yeah, the faculty is Usher really coming into his own. <laughs> if you want to get Usher, the Usher the vehicle, the faculty. <laughs> <laughs> well, Usher was in a few movies in this era too. He was in um well, it's called Light It Up. Did you ever see that movie? It sounds familiar. Light it, I think I is have. Is it called Light I always get confused with Set It Off, but I'm pretty sure Set It Off is the one with Queen Latifah. Um 
Light It Up is a yes. Here it is. It was this movie that came out in '99, and um, Rosario Dawson's in it. Forest <laughs> 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 Whitaker's in it. I forgot. <laughs> so many people but it's like <laughs> Vanessa Williams yeah so like um it's about these these kids who work live at this inner city school and um or who go to this inner city school and it's like underfunded and I can't remember what's the catalyst but they decide to kind of do like an Attica like um lockdown of the school and they like take some teachers hostage in order to get their funding like <laughs> really and so really good. this is this is Usher. Like we thought, we thought the faculty was him coming into his own. No, actor Usher, late nineties actor Usher is a really wonderful um, era of Usher Raymond's career, and we don't talk about it enough <laughs> until today. <laughs> until the- oh, we gonna talk about it today. Um, <laughs> this movie is from nineteen ninety eight, directed by Robert Rodriguez. Sorry, um, caught my throat just now. Weird. Um, it's about this high school that is being overrun by extraterrestrials in a very, um, what is it, uh, invasion of the body snatchers type of way. So it's a fun, like, mix of kind of B-movie 1950s invasion with, like, teen comedy of the 90s. It's like a perfect little, like, I'm surprised yes. the faculty hasn't been revived or rebooted. I feel like this is actually a movie that would be wonderful as a reboot. It'd be fantastic. I would love to great. see this in like a Gen Z like mindset. I think it'd be <laughs> so fucking funny. I really appreciate it and we'll talk about it, but for being a, a film from 98, I, I, you know, I mean, it hits like tropes hardcore of oh, the yeah. time of it, how high schoolers are portrayed. And it's very self hard. Yeah. Yeah, but not as hard as you think it would. Mm-hmm. You know, it like... It hits it to be like, you. Yeah, this is the time we're in. But then it, it's kind of, they don't need to hit you over the head with it. They don't. Yeah. And one of the things I love about that is that it's it's a very, it's a very grimy looking movie. You know, I think especially compared to movies that came out in this era, this is the age of like, 10 things I hate about you, she's all that. Like very, this is Dawson's Creek. Like very, I mean, these, these kids are very attractive, but I think we were used at this time of seeing like very like Hollywood beautiful portrayal of like high school. The school is like run down. Like the kids are assholes. Like it's not a pleasant environment. It doesn't look like a fun, like, Oh, like high school. It's like, no, this place is shitty. And yeah, yeah, we're in the, we're in like a country town. Mm -hmm. Like where football means everything. The school is dirty. Like the walls are grimy. It's a grimy looking (laughs) fucking school. Yeah, I mean, it looked like a rundown school from, like, the 80s. Yeah, like, it looks like, yeah, it's like, this is the school that was, this was built in the 50s. They haven't updated it since. It's It's Rydell High. We're at Rydell High. (laughs) (laughs) They just, they haven't gotten a cent of funding since 58. Despite Greece and the success of that movie, they still have not got any money from this. They don't understand what's happening. Um, But yeah, we're set in this this small town, Ohio. And our first scene is... Um, football practice with none other than fucking um, what's his name? Uh, Patrick shit, pa- Robert Patrick, who's a T one thousand from Terminator Two, is also in this movie as the very intimidating, very aggro football coach yeah, at the school. Back when you could be a, a high school coach and just verbally abuse. <laughs> 
and threat physically threaten your students. Oh, yes. That is the era we are in. I mean, high school football was the best then. And really, if you think about it, he was just preparing these boys for years of CTE and head trauma. It's like, oh, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> and you're going to get ready for this. <laughs> Too true. I do like... And then um, we get... um them go- i do like because the next scene is them in the teacher's lounge with the principal mrs drake mm-hmm. and then it, like discussing how they're not getting any funding to, you know to take the kids to like new york or funding for the musical and you know i know i know a bit about how academia works no budget meeting <laughs> just in the lounge and you're like hey by the way no money <laughs> yeah like, um come on I also feel like, yeah, like the teachers, I don't think we have that much of an input. It's like, we just don't have the money. Like, that's just that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> There's not just much casual. debate. It just is. <laughs> There's no money. Yeah. yeah. We're all just going to meet after hours at night in the in the teacher lounge. And uh, let me just give you this awful news. Which yeah. could have been a phone call. They had email at the time. Could have been an email. It could have been an email. As with most, most meetings, could have been an email. <laughs> um, but prior to this... Um, we know the audience knows that something has happened to the the coach ish because it's very ominous. The football practice happens, and then it's like he sees something, and it's like, mm, oh yeah, yeah, something, something's off. But yeah, they have this meeting to discuss the budget. Everyone, you know, is leaving. They're gonna, you know, go back home. But um, Principal Drake realizes that she's forgotten her keys, so she's go she goes back by herself to her office to get the keys, and she runs into Coach Willis who is weird i feel like robert rodriguez was just like just do t1000 like just being just be very frightening because this man is very intimidating something about his face it's like it's so like wax like i don't know what it is about uh robert patrick's face but just feels very otherworldly like you know like he reminds you like a madame tussauds like he's very uncanny he came to life something very uncanny about him yeah He's a success story in the Pinocchio world. He's like, oh, you actually came to life. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they have an altercation where he, which leads to him stabbing her through the fucking hand, like all of the way through. <laughs> and it's not like the fastest, like, and like there's a pencil in her hand. It's just like pushed through and you're like, oh, whoa, what the fuck is going what on? What kind of pencil is that? I know anything Dude. about high school fucking, oh my god, pencil sharpeners, especially in like in this, a school like this, there's no electric pencil sharpener. You're using oh, no, that they fucking don't e- crank, that shitty one that doesn't like, that just eats your pencil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that magic one. And then you keep turning the whole size thinking that'll help, but it just like shreds it even more. Yes. I, I used to hate having to sharpen my pencil when I was a kid because I was very shy and I really just hated undue attention and sharpening your pencil is just a great way to draw attention to yourself it's like it's a quiet classroom just like as you're just like sorry guys I always and you know like kids are really good at just making fun of stupid things so like you're you're going with your little body and your whole body's like fucking shaking side to side because it doesn't know what to do with all that energy I'm sick (laughs) and this crank is so hard to work I'm so little. And then there's a line and they're all just like, quit wave, quit wagging your butt. And you're like, I'm trying to sharpen my pencil, Becky. 
I'm sweating and then I get I get hives when I sweat. So then that ha- it's just a whole I was a mess. But my pencil was sharp, but not as sharp as his pencil. So he stabs her and now, you know, it's he's chasing her around the school. We get like a full chase scene. Um the drama teacher, Miss Olsen, who's played by Piper Laurie. Ugh, I love her. It's just like, oh God, any any <laughs> opportunity to see Piper Laurie just be creepy brings me so much joy. Um, she's standing outside and it's a fake out because she's like, oh my God, like she's pretending like she's going to help her, like try to get the door open. And when she finally does, she stabs her with scissors. And I was like, ooh, great opening to this movie. Yeah, it was, <laughs> What? <laughs> Which is then delightfully followed by, like, that fucking kid in these movies that drives, like, a classic Camaro or some shit. Mm-hmm. Comes wheeling in, and it's just, like, a, it's just, like, it's not a montage. It's just a scene of, like, vignettes showing the characters. Yes. That, you know, the main characters. And it's just, like, all of, like, the high school tropes. So we had, like, Zeke, who is this fucking guy in this car that we get elijah wood i'm sorry like just peak josh hartnett just late 90s his haircut is so weird in this but oh it's truly bizarre but like he's so cute (laughs) and just like oh god zeke i love him (laughs) like you know we get the uh Ooh, fucking John Stewart. Yeah, we we get introduced to him as the science teacher. I also like to. So we have Stan, mm-hmm. um, who's this ginger fucking football player who is dating the head cheerleader Delilah, mm-hmm. and he's just like, I'm thinking about quitting the team. I want to focus on my intellect, and she's just <laughs> like, stick to sports, and he's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like he's she's like, actively... you're an, you're an idiot. Okay, <laughs> like yeah, you can hardly like, I think this is the only time I think when they're not like trying to make a point of like the smart jock where like because he's not like smart they don't paint that light no. it's just like he's like I want to I want to fucking work on it I don't want to I want to go to college and just like do do like learn something like get a major that's like meaningful and she's like that football scholarship's the only way in <laughs> and like it's it's fun too because this uh, movie. Um, Because it is very meta. It's very, like, self-referential. So they do kind of, like, flip a lot of the character tropes a little bit. So, like, even with Zeke, he's, like, the stoner guy. But he's actually, like, a secret genius. And then, like, with Delilah and Stan, she's, like, head cheerleader. But she's also smart. Because she's, like, editor-in-chief of the newspaper. Like, she's actually kind of, like, a queen bee, but, like, a ditzy cheerleader. Right. It's actually, like, it's funny that she's, like, the smart one, but he's, like, the dumb jock, but he wants to be smart, but she, she's, she basically has accepted, like, we're a power couple, head cheerleader, you're the football guy, I've got the smarts, I'm hot, you just stand there and look cute, like, <laughs> this is yeah. what we're gonna do. Um, which is fun. And we also meet Casey, played by Elijah Wood, who's just the sad dweeb. Yeah, like, photographer the football dweeb. team, like, has him, like, held up by each side, and they're like, here we go! And they, like, just run his fucking crotch into a flagpole, and he- <laughs> You're just like, what the fuck, man? It's really brutal. And again, I think it really um, – it hits hard on, like, the the griminess of the movie because I think a lot of other movies at the time, they would show he's a nerd but in, like, a quirky, funny way. No, like, he is actually like, bullied in a very violent way and we see that he's, like, severely in pain. Like, he's – like, it's not – it's not like a – And, like, his nose like, is broken or some shit. Yeah, they, like, break his like, – there's nothing funny or, like – 
uh-oh, like, you know, nerds and the jocks. Like, no, he's, like, being brutally bullied every day yeah. at school. <laughs> like, this is – he's – it's hell. Like, like Casey will be a school shooter if we're not careful. Like, oh, God. We need to <laughs> – we need to talk to Casey. Like, um, there's uh, – Casey – we also meet – do we also meet – um? What is her name? The Clea Duvall character. What's her name? We mean uh, Stokey, Stokely, uh, Stoke, Stokely, Stokely, yeah, and Mary Beth. Mm-hmm. I've never trusted someone with a name like that. Mary Beth. <laughs> Other trailer <laughs> names. <laughs> That's mean, but I mean, you know, say other trailer names. <laughs> I was I was trying to stop myself because I was like, you know, like trailer park names, but there's nothing wrong with that. No, I understand you like Mary Beth, like Mary Jo. Becky Sue. I just don't get it. It's like, why can't you just be Becky? But anyway. Yeah. And that is not a dig on people that live in trailer parks. We all are in different stations in life. But regardless of your station... Don't give your kid some weird fucking two-name first name. No, no, no. It's fine. We get it. You're classist. Um, I fucking hate you. <laughs> no, you you said it. You said what you said. Um, so- <laughs> Thank you. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I kid. I kid. I kid. Um, we meet her. Oh, also, so Stokely is like the school lesbian, like outcast, but we later find out she's not gay. She just like lets people believe it because she hates everyone. <laughs> Yeah, you remember the late 90s where being gay meant no one would talk to you? <laughs> like, because uh, didn't that happen? Like, Mary Beth, it was just like, because Delilah, it's like, don't talk to Soakley too long or you might, like, get, like, become a gay. And Mary Beth <laughs> goes, I don't, I'm not aware of any lesbian in my heritage. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. She's like, I don't believe I have any lesbian in my, uh, what do I call it, in my bloodline. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I, f- I lost it. It was a very funny line. But um, yeah, so she's like the outcast, like, kind of girl, which I also think was just kind of, um, Clea Duvall played that character a lot in this era. I think everything I saw her in, she was just like the weird, kind of gothy chick. It actually is kind of funny. I think, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but it's kind of like um, in The Breakfast Club with the, the Ali Sheedy character, who's also kind of like the outcast. But like, she's at the... um you know, at the breakfast club, they're at detention. And we find out at the end that she actually wasn't in trouble for anything. She just wanted something to do. And I felt very like, <laughs> she, yeah, no, she's not a lesbian. She just wants to not have friends. So that's why <laughs> she's let the story just be her identity. It's truly bizarre. Um, but yeah, after we meet all of these folks, um, oh, also it's important to note that Zeke sells like, drugs he makes his own yeah like drug <laughs> and he like keeps meth. them in pens yeah mostly caffeine pills but also mostly stuff he steals from the science lab <laughs> yeah he's 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 cooking up meth essentially he's he's doing a full breaking bad thing um do you notice one of the kids he was selling the drugs to yeah i remember the face it was um, what's his face from that '70s show? That's it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of random faces besides the main characters. Even um, there's a couple that we see that like fights. Like there's like a, that they like, fight each well, other. Well, they're named in the credits. You know. And yeah, they're named. <laughs> yeah, but um, what are they? Uh, fuck you, girl, and fuck you, boy. 
is their <laughs> names, but fuck you girl is Summer Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix's sister. <laughs> so just like a fun little trivia moment. Um Yeah, so so okay, so let's talk about Mary Beth because she's she's come to the school, she's the new girl. And we are introduced to her, the sweet, blonde, new girl who, you know, she, of course, we we said she meets Soakley and Delilah reminds us that, yeah, don't hang out with, you know, whatever. But as she starts going to, um, she's in the school now, but she also meets Zeke. And then, like, there's kind of like this crush thing going on between Mary Beth and Zeke. Is this where we get, um... Is this where we get, I, I'm looking, like, in my notes I wrote, I appreciate how much tension is in the air. Everyone just needs to fuck. That is, like, when we're getting introduced to everyone, just everyone's angry and on edge and getting the shit kicked out of them. But regardless, we get to a- uh, I mean, but isn't that just high school students? Everyone's just, like, pent up rage and horniness. I think that's why the school is like this. It's like they're all just horny and angry. <laughs> like we can't afford renovations until somebody releases the tension. And they're like, no, it's high school, baby. But uh, we get, I don't, like Elijah or Casey, mm-hmm. Casey's walking around. And then so he like finds this weird thing. And then the coach is there. And, and you know, it's like this dead like bug. And he's like, oh, what the hell is this? He picks it up. And the coach is like, what are you doing on my field, boy? Uh, Not that aggressively, but kind of. (laughs) Pretty aggressively. Yeah, and he's just like, you you know, is like something about sports. And he's just like, I don't think you should be running unless you're you're fleeing for your life. And I'm like, same, man. Oh, I agree with that. And then he's just like, oh, I like that. I like that a lot. And he's just like. I'm going to go now. <laughs> I mean, the coach is like, get get off my field. And he leaves and he takes it to, again, the nice trope of uh, the science teacher is all knowing in science. I and think that trope is so funny, which we've talked about because of um, gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah. It's like, what is it with, with Hollywood thinking that science teachers are like are scientists? Like, no, they're they're. They went to school right. for education, typically. They have an education degree, and they teach science. They're not PhD, like, biologists. And it's, and it's like, with medicine, you know? It's like, you know medicine, but, like, a fucking ear, nose, throat do- like, doctor, I'm not going to go to them for, like, a heart attack. Yeah, or, like, <laughs> you know? I'm not going to go to my dentist for really anything except for my teeth. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't think you know anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm even sketched out about your knowledge of teeth because you've just been, like, scratching at him with this needle for an hour listen i just think it's very pointed that even though dentists are doctors we don't call them doctors like i'll call them doctor so and so whenever like i'm gonna go to my doctor i'm going to my dentist because that's stay in your place stay in your lane you're my dentist and i go to my doctor for everything else (laughs) But, but right you know it's like so even if uh science teacher john stewart was a scientist, I'm like, man, what if his thing was particle physics and not just right. this, <laughs> this fucking thing that he finds? Like evolutionary <laughs> biology or something, because he's like full on ident- trying to identify, because they're, 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 they're in class when he brings it up, and he's trying to identify this thing that Casey has brought to, the, to him. Right? And yeah, and he's just like, that's an air raid siren. Are you okay? 
What is that? I'm sorry. I don't know what that is. Something outside. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, equally as shocking is Jon Stewart saying, I think you discovered a new species. And then Usher is in there just being like, oh, what the hell are you talking about, Jon Stewart? (laughs) What the hell do you know? But also, like, how would you know that just looking? Like, So you know all the species, Jon Stewart? Like, you just know, like, oh, it's a cephalopod specific parasite, mesozoan. I'm reading Wikipedia. I don't know what that one's saying. Right? Yeah, I'm, pro- I'm just, just like, saying slurs right now. I don't even know. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just swearing at these people. Yeah, and he's it's, like, just, it's a new species. I'm like, dude, it looks like a fucking uh, like little slug guy. Like, how do you know? <laughs> right, and he like puts it in the like the the empty fish tank. Just an empty you know, full fish empty, tank, yeah. full of water, no yeah, fish. It, it, no, no gravel, no little castle with a scuba diver, just Nothing. a fucking tank of like water. And I don't remember like if there was a reason or they're just like, oh, we have nowhere to put it. Let's no, put, he it, put in. it in there because he was like, oh, it looks like um because someone bumped into like a someone's water or like a drink. Oh, and yeah, it spilled. yeah. So when it spilled on the thing, it kind of was like. He started like do a little dance. So he was like, Oh, we're gonna find out. I guess it might be like amphibious or something. So he puts it in the water to see. And then what it happens. gets jaws and it bites him. Yeah. And I like the um the design of the creature. So like when it goes in the water, it gets like these cool kind of long red thread like stuff. But like its jaws, it has to hold open its mouth. Like its little arms like grab its mouth and like open it, which I thought was kind of funny because <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't like first this like kind of indestructible parasite from space that seems like a design flaw that in order to open your mouth you have to like use your hands to do it <laughs> like, right you should be easily defeated is what i'm saying uh but there's a kind of a neat thing while they're looking at it stokely puts her hand on the um on the tank and then it kind of forms to her hand with like the thread so it's almost like veins ban- mm-hmm. in her hands. It looked, I don't know, I thought it was kind of neat. But yeah, that thing bites Jon Stewart. And he cusses in front of his students. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's like, fuck. He's like, I'm all right, by the way. <laughs> I'm like, you need to go to the hospital. Like, some like weird creature bites your hand and you're just treating it like a bee sting. Like, no, you need to go see somebody. Like, you need to get a shot. What the fuck? Johnny, come on. You know. Some science teacher. You don't even know that. Um, so, yeah. So then, um, so then, okay, so so some shit's starting to go down. Like, they're starting to get very suspicious about what's happening in the school. Right? Um, well, because I don't know if this has happened yet, but, you know, it's like, we have scenes in the teacher's lounge where the coach is going, like, they're like, oh, what are you doing here? And he's, like, just slamming water from mm-hmm. the water fountain. And then, like, we get shots of him just standing in the football field while it's being watered. And he's just standing there getting doused by sprinklers. Yes. Like, some, like it's it definitely, like, sh- like, something weird is going on. Have we had the interactions with Stan and the t- other teacher, the old woman? That Yeah, that comes up now. It's when... Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, he's in the shower after he had just been like, "I'm quitting the team." Blah blah blah. Oh yeah, because he goes to the coach because it's like swim class or some shit, and he's like, "Hey, right, I want to leave. I want to. I'm quitting the team." team." And he's just like, "He's like okay," and he stands like, "You're okay with that?" He's like, "The night before the biggest game of 
like be like the biggest team in the conference and my star quarterback wants to leave who am i to get in the way of destiny and stan's just like all right (laughs) thanks you did just fucking cuss me out (laughs) at the last practice we were at but okay cool which i mean that should have been freaked him the fuck out because nothing scarier than like a person Someone. who's clearly angry but very calm. I'm like, oh, they're going to murder you. <laughs> like you. Yeah. You need to call the police. You're going to get killed. <laughs> but yeah, so he's in the shower. Then we get we get uh, Mrs. Brummel. <laughs> yeah, because prior to this, we had seen the, um, the drama teacher, Piper Worry, and the coach had like kind of led her away. Because we've seen we've seen other interspersed inter- inter- scenes where they're kind of like they're definitely doing something with teachers and like infecting them. Like with um, Miss Harper, the school nurse, Salma Hayek, mm-hmm. they do it. They kind of like take her away. Like, oh, you're feeling sick. Let's help you. Oh, Miss Brummel, who's like an older teacher, and um, they do they kind of do the same with her. Stands in the shower, and Miss Brummel comes in. This part really scared me. Like. Naked old people really, like, fuck with me. And not, like, in a, ill, you're old, like, don't be naked. It's just, like, something about it, I guess, because they're so vulnerable. Oh, well, I'm classist and you're ageist. So that's our podcast now. Yeah, old people are ugly. It's like, no. Um, (laughs) Well, she's also fucking, like, molting. Yeah, she's, like, her skin is, like, melting off of her. And she's, like, she's trying to get help. Like, she comes to him, like, very, like, you know you know alarmed and stands for for a fucking high schooler he's holding it together because you know she like goes on to him like is like holding on to him is like help me and he's like holding her and then pulls his hand away and like half of her like hair and scalp scalp comes off with his hand and he's like you know and then like elijah comes in for some reason right (laughs) yeah like i think because elijah's like i have something whatever and and then so they see it and then so the faculty are all like she's been very ill for a long time and you guys need to keep this under wraps until we're ready to tell the student population and they're like okay yeah makes sense and i'm not alerted to anything weird but there is suspicion because then um that's how casey and delilah um Go to sneak in the They lounge. go to sneak into the teacher's lounge because they're like, something's happening. They both work for the newspaper. I forgot to mention Casey work is a photographer for the newspaper. And of course, Delilah is the editor-in-chief. So they're like, okay, we're going to like try to, you know, get the scoop. Because high schools and movies always like, there's investigative reporting in high school. It's never just like telling you what's for lunch. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Cherry Falls. Remember that one person's like, I got to get the scoop on, yeah. on this parent-teacher conference. There's also no adults that are responsible for like. V- like, like who don't have veto power over the things that are printed so they can just right. do this and like yeah it's just gonna be printed and everyone well, will know it's, it's small town ohio this is like the best newspaper in the county yeah <laughs> right out high times <laughs> they're hiding in the, in the faculty lounge and peeping in on the teachers um and this no this is when they witness um coach willis and the drama teacher are forcing one of the little creature things into Miss Harper's ear. So like they now they're like, okay, like yeah. some shit is going down, right? Like straight up aliens in the ear, man. Yeah, it's like a full on earwig. Were you ever afraid of earwigs like getting into your ear somehow? 
Because I was. Yeah, because that's what they that's what they were called and what they said. And I mean, like we. I mean, I lived in the country ish and we had earwigs outside, so you'd see them frequently in the summer. But you're just like, I very rarely, like rarely found them inside. But I was yes, I was worried. Yeah, that they would somehow find was- a way up in my bed. <laughs> Right? I used to, um, I don't know why. Well, no, I know why. Because I watch horror movies. So I always found things to just cause more anxiety in my poor little brain. Um, I used to love, did you ever watch Monsters Inside of Me? No. I think it was like Animal Planet or Discovery Channel. And it'd be about people who got infected by parasites. So I went through a phase just being really afraid of parasites. Like, because they, <laughs> they do like an episode on someone who got like a tapeworm or like, a weird brain parasite, like something that's like brewing in their eye or some shit. And I was very unsoothed by all of it. Um, so, yeah, that's why I'm an inside. I was more of a. I'm an inside uh, girl. <laughs> I was more of a truth or scare kind of guy. <laughs> kind of kid. Did you ever watch that? Was that like a. It was like Discovery Kids and it was hosted by Michelle Trashenberg. <gasps> Oh, whoa. Okay, yeah. I just had a full-on flashback. Yeah, because it was almost like um, it was like a like a Beyond Belief kind of type of show, yeah. but for kids. Oh, it was so great. Oh, shit. I loved that thing. Whoa. Now I'm like full-on having flashbacks. Yeah, I do remember that because she would talk about like like different urban legends and yet yeah. was it real or not. And yeah, I remember that. Do you remember another show um, – it was hosted by Linda Blair, and it was the scariest places on earth. Vaguely, yeah. It you say air on? I think back then it was Fox Family or ABC Family, and it was like, um, I mean, Linda Blair was a host, and she would like um, there'd be like a few a few locations every episode, but it'd be like um, like the like a haunted house, like a like a sanatorium in Kentucky that like you know is haunted or like whatever and they would have every so often they really didn't bring it back every so often they would have like challenges so it would be like a family from like ohio would stay the night in dracula's castle in like romania and like <laughs> and like they'd have like a different like paranormal um tools and shit to try to like detect activity <laughs> it's like just a random family just like in this castle <laughs> Being filmed. We should we should so bring good. it back and offer to be like the first people to to go. I used to want to be on it so bad. <laughs> My family would never be on that shit. Africans, they would not be on that shit. Like what? So you can bring home some kind of juju with you? Hell no. Um. So anyway, while they're while they're hiding, they they also come upon the body of Mrs. Brummel. Casey and Delilah dip out, and Casey calls the police, but the principal is like nothing's happened they go to his house don't they i think they all like well so we we also get um we we overhear them talking about how um mrs brummel's body was too old and couldn't stand it so they're like stand what Mm -hmm. and then so the they are like oh they just fucking murdered the nurse and then the nurse comes out of the office and she's fine. So they're like, we need to leave the school. And they leave. And then um, we get... 
we get Casey and them, you know, Casey's family, they go, he goes home and his dad is, you know, like, are you on drugs? What's going on? Where I'm taking away all your stuff. You're grounded. And he, like, you know, he's like, we're taking away your music. So he grabs his CDs and his fucking boombox. No more. No more phone. Grabs his cordless phone. No more internet. And like, t- t- unplugs something. And then so the mom's like, under the bed. And he's like, and he goes and he grabs his porn from under the bed. And he goes, no more flogging the bishop. <laughs> <laughs> and like what? Also, like what? What kind of like punishment is that? Like, okay, I understand taking away his entertainment, but like, you can't take away like no more masturbating, Casey. <laughs> That's part of your punishment. Like, like if he wants, he wants to jerk it. He's gonna jerk it. Like, <laughs> right. But then the next day, um, it we're, we're like more focused on Casey now, and we're back and more students are acting weird yes because like the fuck like you couples looking weird they're like they're like in love again like they're holding like they're like not because it's made clear that this couple does this every morning they fucking fight because <laughs> we all knew that couple in high school there's always a couple like yeah they always fucking fight and we all just watch it and we laugh but like um kids are starting to like act more well behaved like something's weird for sure and they're offering and the nurse like you know they're they're walking and there's like long lines to the nurse's office. It's like what's going on? It's like oh mandatory ear exams or something. Mm-hmm. And then this is when we have Stokely and Casey are in the library and they're talking like like something's fucking weird. These people aren't acting. And that's when Stokely is like oh this is kind of like re- like you know invasion of the body snatchers. And it, Casey you know. Is like, oh shit. You think? And she's like, no, you fucking idiot. It's like, you've been watching too much. And I do like, she goes, you've been like watching too much Men in Black or some shit. <laughs> and I'm like, that movie, like at this point, was maybe a year old, two years old. You know, I've no. never seen the end of Men in Black. Um, Like, I've, um, this is a weird story. I went to see it in the theater with my sister, and I was a little kid. With she, she, I tagged along with she and her, her friends. And my sister, when we were kids, because um, she would be like a, like a teenager, my sister had these really bad nosebleeds. Like she'd have like really, really like bad, bad nosebleeds. And we were, we went to see the men in black. And then she got one during the movie. So we had to leave. And like, I think she went to the hospital because it was like a really bad one. And um, I've never seen the end of that movie. <laughs> I saw it in the theater and it did not see the end of it. So you've never re- watched it again? Like you've just never You know, I just accepted that it's not for me. Like that that was God's way of telling me that maybe I didn't need to see it. You know? Like it's you know, there's some things that we're destined to do and some things we're not. And I think Men in Black is one of those things for me. Fair. <laughs> it is funny um that she said that. Cause like later on when like things happen some of the puppetry i'm like oh that looks like a men in black like alien puppet but anyway i wouldn't um, know um <laughs> but we do get um also before this there's this one teacher who is jean gray from the, the original x-men trilogy oh um, yeah yeah, a, yeah and she is this teacher that tries to like tell off zeke 
saying like don't sell drugs and you're smarter than this and he's like fuck you but then she comes to school one day and it's just like i'm sick of your shit you little and she's like hot because he's a fuck yeah she's like very like home like i mean she's famke jensky jensen or whatever she's still very gorgeous but she's supposed to be homely and like it's the thing yeah she was wearing glasses and had a fucking shawl so she's homely as fuck she's so homely and (laughs) then then she comes back and she's like wearing red and only hot girls wear red yeah red and just not even super tight jeans just jeans (laughs) (laughs) it's like ooh, Ooh, she's sexy but but that like kind of clued zeke on to some shit and then so he thinks something's weird and then they zeke and mary beth over here that uh Casey and Stokely are mm-hmm. talking to Stan and they're like, yo, we straight up think there's a fucking alien there's invasion. An alien invasion. Which I like because yes. it's clearly what's happening. And that's you know, like someone would have like hinted at that, made a joke, but then no one would have done it, and then they would have been fucking flabbergasted three fourths of the way through the movie, like, oh my god, it is an alien invasion. But like Casey was adamant he's like this is fucking happening and i need you to just trust me which is like so excellent because the pacing for this movie is good because there we don't waste time on like trying to convince everyone it's like casey sees this starts to think this of course stokely doesn't believe they don't believe him at first which is like makes sense because like what he's saying sounds crazy like it sounds because because even in the scene when they're in the library and they're talking about invasion of the body snatchers and stuff because Stokely's like really into sci-fi stuff. And she's like, yeah, I actually it's based off of this book called The Puppet Masters, blah, 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 which I I love a movie where the kids are genre savvy. Like they they, they <laughs> exist in our world. So it's like, oh, like this isn't a world where that movie doesn't exist. Like that movie exists. They are aware that that's a thing. And Casey's like, what if like this has been the aliens plan all along? What if they've always been here and they've been feeding us all this alien shit to make us not right. believe they ex- exist, but they really do? And I was like, what? If? <laughs> it, but it was, but it was fun. It was a fun like, ooh, what if? Like it's it's a it's it's it kind of I think situates the viewer in the world better because right. it's like, oh, okay. You're telling I'm me these board. beings sure. have mastered like. T- like space travel but haven't mastered the art of manipulation like cal- calm the fuck down <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um so yeah so when, is- when when zeke and mary beth overhear this they come out and they start to like you know make fun of casey like casey you're you're fucking crazy you've been watching you know you've been you know you're, you're a nerd basically who stays at home jerking it off and watching beyond belief <laughs> so like <laughs> i do i really kind of also like what was we're talking about with just like not wasting time is science they're in the science room mm-hmm. and john stewart comes back uh professor stewart um phd in all sciences and <laughs> you know it's funny as hell because <laughs> zeke is like he's like what's going on it's like where, where's where's the fucking thing in the tank also all the water is gone mm-hmm. <laughs> for no reason he's like oh send it up to the university the university the university <laughs> <laughs> And, is this another and, funny trope that happens in these movies too? It's always like someone works at the university. I'm like, so are right? you? Are where are we? Are we near Miami University? Are we near the Ohio well, State? Like, where yeah. is it? The Ohio State? Is it Cincinnati? Yeah, like what? Like, what <laughs> is it a Bearcat? Where is this fucking Ohio creature? Ohio has so many colleges. Like which one? <laughs> and you know, he's just and Zeke is like, oh, uh, Casey thinks you're an alien. <laughs> You know, like, a, a lot of movies would just be like, ha, 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 ha. And then, like, he would sulk away and be like, they're on to us. But he's just like, 
why would he fucking say that? And then they start fucking battling. <laughs> yeah, he goes like full on aggro immediately. And it's like, um, and he, he, well, first he gets offensive and he like shuts the door and he's like, it'll be quick. I'm just going to, he's like, I'm just going to affect you. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. vaccinate you real quick. It's going to be, bada bing, bada boom, <laughs> give you a little lollipop afterwards. It's good. <laughs> like, and it's, it's become like very clear, like, okay, this is going on. So they start fighting. And Zeke manages to cut off Mr. Furlong's fingers, but they keep, like, moving. Like, he's he's got yeah. his weird, like, fucking things inside, and they're, like, moving and shit. So it's a whole fucked up thing. So they're fighting, and Zeke takes one of his little his, like, his, pen his homemade meth yeah. a pen and stabs him in the eye, and it just, like, he like, fucking freaks out. Yeah, I feel like John Stewart has buried this movie because no one talks about the, him getting stabbed in the eye <laughs> and like convulsing. It's very funny. I I thought it. Yeah, it was. How convenient is? Oh yeah, and because again, Zeke is a fucking genius. Is like, it's like, why did that do it? What did he say? Like, it's a diuretic or something. It's a diuretic, like it, it dries you out. And I'm like, well, okay, Zeke. And he's like, because you, and then he's like, you said they like, the, you've seen these people need a lot of water all the time, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So this is, this is our thing. And- because we've <clears> seen <throat> even like the, the, during the montage when they realize like, oh, something weird's happening in the school. There's also like long lines at the water fountain. Like it's, it's, right. you know, they're doing, they're, they're good writing. They're not, they're showing us. Right. They're not telling us. It's like, ah, oh, okay. They drink, they're drinking water. Got it. Got it. Got it. We're on board. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> We, so this is where we get them. They're like, oh, we need to casually just walk out of school in the middle of the day and not look suspicious. And, the, and they're and immediately raising alarms because the five of them do not belong together. Like, oh, these are oh, all yeah. people from very disparate cliques. There's no reason why all of them would be going in Zeke's car together. Like, yeah. what kind of school project you got? Like, what is this? All yeah. of you guys are friends suddenly. So they're we trying to, to like... Keep it cool and like walk through yeah. the halls. But everyone knows because oh, most yeah. of the school is infected. So they're all like watching them, but like very calmly kind of just following them. Like this school's just like walking with them as they walk, which is terrifying. Right. But they managed to get out in Zeke's fucking classic hot rod to his basement chemistry lab. Mm-hmm. Oh, and as they're, this is important to note, as they're on their way to his house, the, the town is being locked down. Because they're like, we need to get out of town. Maybe just leave. But, like, they try to go to, like, one of, I guess, it's a small town. So, they're, like, the main street to leave. But, like, the police have blockaded. So, it's like, oh, shit. Like, this is, it's bigger than just the school. Like, the people in charge are also, you know, they're locking down this place. And um, I think it's also in the car when they're talking about the invasion. They're like, why would that happen? Like, we're, like, a small-ass town. And they're like, what do you think? Like, you want to break into... What, into like a house or something, you go through the back door. So a small town getting infected with aliens and being invaded goes unnoticed and they can continue right. to spread it instead of like, you know, New York City or something. Exactly. And they reference Independence Day. Yeah. Like, it's like, you <laughs> know, it's too. like, would you would you infect the world a la Independence Day or would you just do That's it through true. a small fucking town in Ohio? I love it. Like it's, it's, this movie is so 90s. It's just so many references to shit like that. But also this is a perfect time for this type of movie because there were so many of them. You know, right? Not enough of those. Do, not enough of those today. <laughs> I do dig. Yeah, I was just thinking of like a movie now where it's just like every ten. I feel it'd be too much. Like every ten seconds, they're referencing a fucking TikTok. 
or some like dumb thing. You're like, we get it. Oh my God. You have one fucking like 20 year old writer on staff. Jesus. (laughs) But we're at Zeke's house and they're deducing of like, okay, we got to like, we got to figure out how to use my drug to fucking like heal the town. And that's when I also love to. They're just like Stokely. What happens in the book? How do we? How does this very real thing that you have just said is fiction? How does it affect us? And they're like, but, well, "We got to take we, out the queen." But we love that because uh, lesser movies would would still be like trying to figure out. It's like, no, we've already we've decided. Katie, you're the authority in this. Stokely, you're the authority in this because you both are fucking weird. You're both nerds. <laughs> hey, yo, dweebs. How do we fight the alien? You know. <laughs> hey, yo, dweebs. Hey, how, we go, how we gonna... Hey, yo, geeks, fucking how, we, how we gonna do this? <laughs> how we gonna do it? How we gonna... How we gonna save the team? <laughs> hey, you know, you know, Friday night, I spend my I spend my nights, you know, balls deep in the cheerleaders. I know you're at home watching old movies. How we gonna fight the aliens? <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, and there's, but exactly, they're like, Stokely, what happens next? And she goes, well, we got to take out the queen and that would fucking eradicate everything. They're like, dope. And then they start doing the thing of, holy shit, how do we know we're not infected? All of the thing, you know? But instead of like, yeah, testing their blood, the thing with like the test, the blood test. Like, yeah, we all got to (laughs) snort this drug. And I love, and I love, this is a fun trope too of just like we take something and it's instant like this thing hit instantly like elijah wood snorts this and in three seconds he's like he's laughing gacked. uncontrollably <laughs> he's, we're laughing out of control like he's actually it's quite funny though because like because he doesn't yeah. stand does it so they're both just cracking up and everyone's <laughs> like you know um i think it's between delilah and mary beth right yeah because stokely did it and stokely's like not well like she's i mean she's okay yeah. but she's you know she's lightweight um delilah we need you to take this don't don't be a bitch delilah she can <laughs> then stands like she could be a bitch and casey's like she totally can <laughs> and they like high five they're having a great time like they're gonna do it and he's like showdown and starts cracking up <laughs> it's so wonderful <laughs> but yeah it's like um between the two of them and they 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 snort it and it's revealed that Delilah is infected. Her face is all wormed out and fucking yeah. it's just like ah. But she like um she like fucks up the lab and and fucks up all the drugs and escapes. So now it's like shit, like the thing that, that was going to be their way of like killing the queen and also detecting is like they have a limited supply now. Right. So they're like We need to get to the high school because they're like where like where's the queen gonna be? It's like it's Friday night. Where else are they gonna be? <laughs> so they go to the football game, and Where it's just, just a they're nice... like just dominating too. They're just like fucking up the other team. They're fucking up the other team, but also like infecting them, right? Like yeah. every time they mm-hmm. tackle them, they're just like they're just annihilating like dropping, just like them doing a little like physically, little, like a little make out, like a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's so... what the Super Bowl was? It's just like every time someone gets tackled, they just have to like do a little like tongue kiss, a little like. Eh. I thought it was. Like Apparently, so. I don't understand sports. I mean, Tom Brady basically tongue kisses his son, so. Ew. It's like, no. He just kisses on the lip. It's it lips. It's fine. People like to make fun of him over that. There's there's a lot more things we make fun of Tom Brady over, like being a Trump supporter and not the fact that he loves his son. 
Yeah, we'll let that slide. <laughs> Love your son, Tom. <laughs> we get it. You're a dad. Um, so yeah, they're infecting the the opposite team, the opposing team, and um, they the the guys the their, our mains believe that Principal Drake is probably the queen because she's the principal. Like so, she's the head the head gal. Um, so their plan is to isolate her they want to to get her and then and then kill her because she's the queen solid plan yeah um i can't think of anything that would go wrong (laughs) except it doesn't work because they managed to get her to the gym and uh zeke has a gun and like shoots her doesn't he yeah (laughs) or casey shoots her it's funny yeah casey has the gun he can't shoot her then zeke takes the gun and fucking shoots her yeah and she's just like she falls down and they're just like and she's like blood starts pooling and they're like guys i think we made a mistake (laughs) which was so good they're like what if because then she stands up (laughs) and like you know kind of worms out and then they like you know stab her with drug pens but you're just like that was such a good moment. Like, guys, I think we made a mistake. Well, because I when I, when I first saw this, I thought the same thing. I was like, uh-oh. Like, you guys just kill your principal for yes. <laughs> Because the way she was bleeding, like, because we've seen them, you know, kill another alien and it, it goes crazy. So they shoot her in the head. It's a very clean shot and she just dies. So it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Y'all just committed oh homicide. Um, right? So, but they, yeah. So they managed to get to, to get her with the drugs. Um Oh yeah, because they've been they were separated at this point, right? Well, they they went to send Stan out, and yeah. they gave him the last drug pen to be like, "Yo, uh, if you like, can get out there, and on the off chance that the coach is the fucking queen, you'll you'll be saved." <laughs> we're just gonna kill anyone we see in the host, right? The, the janitor, everyone like might be the queen. And he goes, um, yeah. he gets out there, and they're all, like, fucking worm-facing in the rain. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, that was really creepy. Um, and, because then he gets chased. We have a chase scene with Stan and the team. Um, but he's he's trying to get into the school, and they're like, you know, they're kind of, they're still kind of dicey about, you know, is Stan infected or not? But Stan is infected, and he d- dumps, like, the last bit of their drugs, so now they're fucked. Yeah, and then they decide to. That's when they split up, and mm-hmm. Casey and Zeke. They're like, I f- "There's some in my car. We can go get it." And then, so I love it. it's like, "Why did it take two of us to go out to your car?" And he's like, "It didn't. One of us is the distraction." <laughs> and he just pushes <laughs> Casey out, and he starts fucking booking it, and they're all chasing him. Uh, uh, yeah, but which was also a, a good, a good, fun, like, visual gag, since we did get this scene where Casey's like, I only run if I'm being chased, <laughs> and, like, he's fucking right. booking and- <laughs> it, and he's being chased by the whole fucking football team. Right, and Just he's, like... Just the fastest guys in the school. Like, no, truly. No I mean, like, you know, he hides on a bus, and then Delilah's like, just turn with us. And then, so he undoes the emergency latch in the ceiling and jumps out. Like pulls himself out, runs down the bus, jumps off the hood, he's and surprisingly just, fit. Like he is, because I was thinking like, um, there's no way I would have been able to pull myself through a overhead hole, like oh, my for pull sure. my weight out and then sl- like, Katie's a goddamn like 
He's gymnast. The, un, he's the unsung jock of Rydell High. <laughs> he for really sure. is. Um, so he manages to get away. Also, Zeke um, runs into the teacher, Miss Burke, and he um, they have like a fight as well as he's driving. Like he's trying to get her off of the car as he's going, and he manages to basically crash his car and while well, he has seatbelt on, she like flies and like. Uh, she gets beheaded, yeah. and her head is like crawling around like tentacles and shit. I do like he's just like fuck this, and he just leaves. <laughs> just like you're like, what am I gonna do? Which is a great moment. He's like, I hate Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> but and then while all this is happening, we go back to the gym, and Mary Beth and Stokely, Stokely are chatting, and then Stokely fucking figures out that and it's like oh shit mary beth is the queen yeah because <laughs> mary beth is doing this whole thing about like pretending to be something you're not and da, da, da. And i think it's very interesting i didn't get this just from myself i was reading a little bit more about the production and like reception of this movie and um kind of you know you have this like these aliens that are like, you know, conform it's about conformity, right? So bring, you know, they come in and everyone's just going to be perfect. We get a scene at one point where all the, all the students raise their hands in class. It's just like this kind of, they're creating this really fucked up utopian alien society. And um, similar to like Invasion of the Body Snatchers as well. It's like the aliens will come and take over humanity. And their, their, their logic is like humans are flawed. So we'll take over your, your planet and just be better than you because <laughs> you guys suck. Which really... Are they the villains? I don't know. Maybe they're onto something. Um, <laughs> but uh, one of the reviews was talking about how the high school setting is perfect for this because it is that period of just feeling like an outsider and feeling so strange. And like you're in this period of flux of becoming an adult and you don't know who you are and you don't fit in. And it's all these like really conflicting feelings and like the way in which an alien invasion would almost feel like an escape of like, why don't I just, why don't you let me infect you? And I can bring out the perfect, the best part of you. Like you'll be the best athlete. You'll be the smartest kid in class. Like why? Like it, it right. almost is enticing. And it, it kind of is hinted at later on. Um, I'm skipping ahead. We'll come back. But when Casey and Mary Beth have their final showdown where she kind of says the same thing to him and he is like the bottom of the barrel of the high school hierarchy. You let us inv- invade and take you over. You're just like everybody else. You don't yeah. you don't have to be a loser anymore. And it's like I think as a as a message that still is relevant, which is why I think this movie would be so good for a reboot because even though it's very 90s, the themes are still always relevant because there's always teenagers and I'd love to see it kind of updated for like a, you know, contemporary audience, you know? I agree. And I mean, realistically, like leading up to that point, really all that happens is Mary Beth turns into the giant worm version of herself. And then, and I thought this was a very, (laughs) it was very realistic in the sense that like she turned into her giant worm self. Mm -hmm. And then like, there's a battle in the pool where she like fucked up Stokely and then she like turns into her human self again and she's naked, but it's not like a lot. It's not like, hey, look, I'm naked. It's just like, yeah, her clothes were ripped to shred. It was like the Hulk, you know, like, yeah. Hulk, how do you still have your pants on? <laughs> but then, you know, and then Zeke shows up and it's just like, they're just like, Casey's the one that turned. And then he's just like, Mary Beth, why are you naked? <laughs> it's like, that was the big clue. And then... uh Stokely did get infected, but they lock her in a cap, like a locker for some 
equipment or some shit. Mm -hmm. And then Zeke gets fucked up and he's like unconscious. So then the final battle is just Casey and Mary Beth. And like you said, it's her just trying to entice him to be like, yo, we can fucking solve this. And then it's a nice final drawn out battle with them running through the the fucking the bleachers the bleachers uh-huh. but like they're closing so yeah. he's just gymnast athlete running through all of them <laughs> and she's just plowing through all of them but gets caught in the last one and then fucking like infects him and they start to burrow into him but he simultaneously stabs her in the eye with one of those things mm-hmm. killing her and then so it's he technically didn't even get infected because like they immediately fell out and died fell out of his face mm-hmm and then, um, yeah, the the queen disintegrates. Yeah, she just like dries out and like fizzles out. That last scene was really cool. I liked I liked the climax because yeah. I mean, like of course, like the bleacher scene. I love the swimming pool scene with Stokely mm-hmm. when like that. It was like really. I mean, Robert Rodriguez is pretty good with like the effects and just kind of big spectacle stuff. Um, a lot of it, I mean, doesn't hold up totally just because it's ninety eight, so the effects aren't perfect, but. Um, I think it's still very exciting to watch. Like, it's very fast and it's just kind of cool. And it, yeah. school settings, the school setting is just kind of perfect. There's so many interesting places. You have the football team, the football field, you have the swimming pool, you have like all these different environments that you can kind of play in and use. So it was, it's, I think it's really cool. Um, so yeah, she, the queen dies and, um, and the best ending to any movie everyone got a happy ending it was fucking delightful yeah it's like they're, they're like yeah fuck it everybody's just like they hint throughout the movie they hint like we were saying stokely just doesn't want to let anybody in and you find out that she actually has a huge crush on stan yeah and now she's like shed her goth image and she's wearing colors breakfast club boy like literally yeah. breakfast club ending. and she's like with stan and then Casey and Delilah are together, and Zeke is on the football team now. <laughs> but, like, he's fucking Miss Burke, and it's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's 1998, like, oh, yeah, he, like, he's sleeping with the teacher. I'm like, that's not good. <laughs> and I was so convinced, because, you know, it's like all these, it's established that, like, news articles and investigations have been going on, obviously. And mm-hmm. the kids just outright are like, it was a fucking alien invasion. He's on the cover of Time. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then so Delilah's just like, you know, like, they're kissing and it's cute. I'm like, get it, Elijah. But also, and- like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Delilah and Casey are dating now. Okay. And she's just, and it's like, oh, more reporters. And then it's like, is it local or national? And he just goes, both and i thought it was going to be like oh shit like they were infected and they came back but they didn't it was just a happy ending yeah it's just like i like that it ended with um with the alien invasion being public knowledge because i think a lot of times it would just be like it happened and it just was the thing that happened to them but like it it makes sense because like something you have to explain a lot because there's a giant dead slug thing in the school like, there's you have someone right. to explain all of this i like that it is like no it ha- it did happen and people are aware of it the fbi is like it didn't it's lies but like you know like the government knows that this stuff is real but right. they can't live on <laughs> but um it actually reminded me of another movie elijah wood was in as a kid i always forget that he was a child actor like because i think he his star huh. really you know he really blew up from like um lord of the rings but he was in a ton of stuff as a kid but one of them was um, 
Deep Impact. Oh, wow. Remember that one? Deep huh. Impact. And he was in that as – and he and the – I guess like a, another a science teacher who he liked <laughs> discovered the asteroid that was coming. And like he kind of gets famous from that one too. So Elijah Wood's really good at being famous over space shit. <laughs> his career he's either yeah he's either dealing with fucking space or middle earth there's no in between yeah i feel like hollywood's just telling us that elijah wood is funny looking and <laughs> it works best <laughs> in otherworldly environments well do, you know speaking of otherworldly environments how do you think the world of rydell high in ohio <laughs> would be different if it were a black movie. <laughs> Sorry, I just scrolled up and I'm looking at the movie poster. And I love that like Usher is so prominently featured on it. But he like literally has two lines. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's hardly in this movie. Yeah. How would this movie be different if it was a black movie? It would have been more about Usher. It would have been more Usher. There would have been a song a, a song somewhere in there. It would have been a dance break. Mm-hmm. Huh. A black movie. Well, I guess it's interesting because the... How how does the the theme of conformity fit in when it's a a black school with you know if you're if you're a minority such as we are you kind of already don't conform right because you're the other so how does that messaging fit in if it's a black school? it almost kind of made me think of like a like a like a get out kind of thing where it's like the alien like fucking invading the body isn't like it, in in that instance right it wouldn't have it could be an alien mm-hmm. but it could this movie could be equally as made just like like you said like really hitting the conformity aspect to like fit like assimilate Ooh, um, so what if like the aliens come just from space and they just make you like an oreo <laughs> They just make you, <laughs> they just turn you into like I don't know, like a bunch of Candace Owens just walking around. So like suddenly they turn you to like yeah, they, Republicans. They, that's how they get. On, yeah, it's, <laughs> it, the video is just it's just like these aliens plopping down Candace Owens and like fucking Kanye's and shit, and Ooh. and it's like they're infiltrating and they're gathering data and then eventually like more and more so then when people it's like yeah my black friend and it's like that that's who they're talking about their black friend is from the stars Ooh, i love that Ooh, like what if okay so like basically these aliens for whatever reason these aliens are white supremacists and they are infecting this these black people in an effort to just make them respectable black people in their in their eyes so there's like stripping us like stripping us of our blackness. So like if I got infected, I would go get a relaxer. Okay. So like so so, you, so like you'd have the one student who's like real like woke, like real conscious, and he comes to school one day and he's got like a button up shirt. And he, like, <laughs> like he his every day is like coming in wearing like fucking a daishiki. Like, a daishiki. like he's like, he's like yeah. a fucking like he's a yeah, fucking he's like, like um you know like a, a he, hotel. Has Type has, of guy has this beaded necklace with like like continent of Africa like wooden continent of Africa hanging down. Mm-hmm. But then and like yeah. but then like any like um what black person who's trying really hard to assimilate to whiteness he comes to school and he's dressed like them and then his shape us shape up is fucked up because something I noticed with all those people their hair be fucked up 
So he come to school and his shape up this mess. And it's like, damn, they got him. <laughs> like, damn. Like he used to have waves and shit. Now he don't. It's like, shit, they got him. <laughs> right. And those those are like the more covert ones. It's like you have the person that's been working on their dreads for like five years and then they come and it's like, I just figured it was time to get rid of them. And it's like what? Or like it's I really- come to I come to school and my hair is like really dry, like Candace Owens Owens hair. Cause you know she put no grease in her hair because it's too black. So I come to school and my hair is just like fried and dry. And I'm just like um, actually, black on black crime, and it's like, whoa, they got her. <laughs> and whenever like the suspects involved in black black on black crime, they're mm-hmm. infected. They're just like on the other. They're like, whoa, it's like you're infected, but we need you to help play the part. Yeah, there's so many levels, and uh, they've actually been infesting humanity from the get go. Yes. Oh, there's a scene at the football game. And during halftime, Sweet Caroline plays, and the black people go on bomb, bomb, bomb. They got them. <laughs> they got them. Oh, shit, they got them. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. We're like, suddenly we so can't you- dance. We're just like really like offbeat. It's like, oh, at the school dance, like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, you know, I think black people can be racist. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Shoot her head. Shoot her. <laughs> Yo, Tyrone. Oh, you can just call me Tyler. I changed it. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it's always also slow motion, like a slow motion reaction. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, um, the, the faculty in the faculty lounge, someone brings some potato salad is bland. They got her. Yo 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 yo! Bring bring you brought the chicken sandwiches for the for the school luncheon. I actually thought it'd be nice to go with a grilled sandwich. Um, they got it. Grilled is healthier. <laughs> Pair it with a nice kale salad. Oh, you got the mac and cheese? Yes, and I put raisins in it. And it's like <laughs> yeah, every, the raisin is the kicker. It's like within the faculty, they always need water. They always need to be ingesting raisins. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's milk. They're just drinking milk. <laughs> like they, they change like the little water jug. It's just like a big old jug of milk. So I've never been so milk. called out as a bl- black boy with a white mom <laughs> as when you started making like those milk bits in that first sketch, that dating sketch when we first met. Uh- because I grew up like that. Like, we'd have spaghetti and we'd have milk as the drink. Yeah, and I went to a white friend's house where she sold, she served me that shit. And I looked at her. I didn't say nothing, but I was like, I'm going to tell my mom about this. How you gave me milk in my spaghetti. Because <laughs> it's not yeah. okay. I will say, I don't do that now ever since I've, like, been on my own. But, yeah, in my youth, that was that was it. Did you know that that's actually um, – well, white people also have are more – prone to things like osteoporosis and like issues of bone density, whereas black people are not. And I learned recently, I listened to this podcast called, um, what's it called? My mama told me, mama said or something. And it's about like black conspiracy theories. It's very funny. And they did a recent episode. What is it called? My mama told me. And they recently did an episode with Nicole Byer. And they talked about the black don't crack, um, you know, idea. And, the reasoning behind that is because, um, in part, because black people typically it gets weird. We talk about bone density and, and race because then it starts getting kind of creepy and like skull shapey, and I'm I'm not talking about that. 
but we do have um, strong, like, like our bone density is not as bad as a lot of white people or people of European descent. And because of that, we don't deteriorate a lot around our eyes and like our mouths and stuff with our bones. So it actually keeps us looking younger because they lose, mm-hmm. a lot of white people lose like that kind of, um, that definitions, it contributes to why they might look a little older around the eyes and stuff. That's really interesting, especially yeah. about the bone density, because my, my black dad is old. He's in his 60s. And I was visiting him oh, a couple weeks ago. And I like, you know, I'm taller than him, but just barely. So I like squeezed him and picked him up. I was like, you old as hell. And you're <laughs> tiny. And uh-huh. he goes, and because Alana was there, he always likes to show off. And he's like, Age is just a number. And he grabs me, and I'm a heavy boy. And he picks me up and fucking falls back. Oh, so no. then I get up. I was like, shit, are you okay? And he just pops up. And he's like, he's like, you know I'm okay. And I mean, he was. He oh my was God. okay. But I'm just like, God damn it. You need to be careful, man. Why would like, you lift me? I'm a grown man. I was like, you could have yeah, like, you pulled your butthole. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Lana's white family or like her they all have back problems yes <laughs> and i'm just like nice that's that's, that's all it is white people just races because of the joint pain <laughs> if they just <laughs> can't you it's just these old it's you want to see a fucking you want to see tension go to a nursing home where like there's people of all races but you look at the black and white people in the nursing home when like a joint medication commercial comes on mm-hmm the glares from the white side of the room. Also, it's not segregated, but they they do it on their they own. they self segregate. <laughs> you know, I've been to a, a white nurse a nursing home, and they don't be they don't be mixing. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> except for the one, except for you know the one black guy, and it's just like, what would you like? Um, would you like this chocolate chip cookie? I'd actually prefer raisin cookie and you're like no how long have you been infected <laughs> they got grandpa <laughs> <laughs> they got me <Mima. laughs> she's like that martin luther king jr was a troublemaker i'm like no nana <laughs> <laughs> so that's the faculty if it was a black movie that would be so funny that was pretty I think that's I think my one of my more favorite if it were a black movie segments <laughs> yeah. in a while. Someone get Jordan Peele on on the line. I mean, we basically just took get out, but we added <laughs> a little something of our own. He might like it. Yeah, we added raisins. Monkey Paul Productions. Hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> we would like new jobs. I would like a job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, uh, that was cool. I like that movie a lot. Me too. Thank you for the suggestion. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so, you know, I guess we're continuing. Yeah, we've got two more weeks of the month. So we'll go ahead and, and you know, since we had a little bit of a hiccup um, starting the year off, we'll continue with our theme. Um, do we want to pivot? I know uh, Mariana had suggested we watch Ginger Snaps. Should we watch Ginger Snaps? For next Let's week. do it. Yeah. I'm going to write that down so I don't forget. <laughs> Ginger snaps. Mm, that sounds yummy. Um, 
Yes, we're going to continue on with New Year, New Me with Ginger Snap. So if you're following along, give that a watch if you like. Um, also, I don't know if you've noticed if you haven't looked in your the uh, episode notes. We also on Anchor have an oppor- an availability or an opportunity for you to support the show if you'd like to, and I mean financially. Um, go ahead, I'll put the link in there if it's not already there. And if you want to like throw us a few bucks, like a little tip or something, like we would like. It. Because be podcasting so nice. takes time and costs a little bit of money. Not a lot of money, but, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to updo my rig, which does take some money. Right. So you guys can support us that way via Anchor if you are, you know, if you're able to. Don't feel pressure to do it. But if you'd like to support, we will not say no. Agreed. I would never say no to free money. Yeah, I've not. That was perfect. (laughs) Free money, please. Free money, please. Yeah. Um, Andrew, do you have anything else you'd like to plug? Um, at the time, no, man. Uh, feel free to check out my Twitter and like everything, but scroll back a bit and look at my music that I posted because I like people to know that I write music. (laughs) How about you, Sneak? Um. uh, Oh, you know, I haven't plugs my other podcast in a while i'll do that um i have a podcast a degrassi podcast called everybody wants something we are uh recapping every episode of degrassi from like the 80s onward so we're we have a lot of content um we're gonna be getting into the next generation episodes in a few weeks so if you want to jump in now and watch some or listen to the podcast where we chat about the earlier iterations of the show, it's available wherever you listen to podcasts, along with the Solid Listen Network. Everybody wants something. Check it out. Solid. Very yeah. good pitch. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, but thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week. Peace out, Spooky Squad. Peace out, Spooky Squad. Sorry, that was very aggressive. Yeah, bye, goodbye. Spooky Squad. Be wary of any weird um, alien-looking slugs or bugs. And if anyone's, drink, if anyone's drinking water around you, karate chop them in the throat and stab them in the eye with baking powder. Or meth. Or meth. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <See ya. laughs>